Hello, this is your host, Xavier Evans. This is your co-host, Brandon. This is your co-host, Charles. I guess I'm the only one who uses their last name online. So, you're listening to the Hypercast. This will be our post-E3 discussion, and today, Brandon's going to be taking the lead on the topic. Yep, because I'm always excited for E3, and I always want to talk about it. Believe me, after the last episode, they know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's just start off with Xbox's conference. Um, it was a great conference overall. They showed about 60 games and they teased next gen, the next gen console. So let's just go over it now. Uh, they announced Project Scarlet, which that's the next gen console. Hey, Brandon, before you keep continuing, I'm going to speak for a lot of people who are listening. I noticed you say council. Is that just natural to you i either say council or console you always say council as long as i've known you i say it how i say it i mean it's no big deal i'm sure someone on the internet's throwing a fit about it though whatever what's the internet what do you expect uh and it releases holiday 2020 yeah the scarlet right yep so let's start off talking about the scarlet so I think Scarlet is fine. I'm one of the people who have like uh, the, the generations for the consoles is essentially a blur to me. There is no generations anymore, in my opinion, with all these mid gen upgrades, Nintendo making a much needed upgrade to the switch from the Wii U. It all feels like, all right, nobody's no longer on the same page. We got all these different things going on. Now we've got the Xbox One X, which could still get you through years with its current specifications. It's able to run 4K HDR, has a really good processor, graphics, all that nice stuff. I think they're going to treat the Xbox One X as more of a, if you don't want to spend a lot on the Scarlet, because I know it's going to be up there, opt for an Xbox One X. It's still really capable. It's not the most expensive option. But you're still going to get your money's worth. Yeah. Um, and it said the Scarlet runs at 8K. Why? Who in their household? Um, I watched some videos like about the Scarlet and I came to the conclusion where it's probably they're just saving it until 8K TVs are like more of an option to buy. So but they the don't have is- to like upgrade it. Nope. Up to 8K. Well, make, look, it, make look, a mid-gen. Looking, like looking, at, looking at this from a, more of a practical perspective, there's no need for people to have 8K TVs. Because can you even remember when I plugged in my computer to your TV and we couldn't see the pixels and I was like right next to the TV? Yeah. Why would you need to go even higher than that? I don't. I, you come to the point to where you can't tell the difference. 8K will only matter if you were viewing it on a very, very large screen. I'm talking like 90 inches or something like that. Movie theater size is where 8K is reasonable. But I just don't understand. It's nice that they reach those levels, though. It just shows how capable the console is. Yeah. It just it really seems overkill at this point because like nobody's gonna go out the way to buy an AK TV. I'm not gonna buy an AK TV. I have a 4K TV and I barely use that. Now, what do you think of having the option to upgrade to this new next gen console? That's probably 
I'm estimating $700 for this console. I'm in the 800,000 range. Eight, what? You mean 800? 800, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You, know you, I mean? added, you added a couple more zeros to that. I'm in the 800 range, where it's like around the 800 to maybe 900 for all we know. There was uh, some. It's probably jo- be a $1,000 package deal. So, hey. There was actually some jokes online. Uh, people were selling that, t- saying that Xbox is gonna, just going to sell us a PC tower. <laughs> oh, I can see that happening. <laughs> It's just a PC tower. It now has the ability to run Google Chrome. Yeah, I. Um, that is an upgrade. It's just a full fledged PC that runs my. I was going to say something, but it just like escaped my mind. Is it regarding the console? Oh yeah. Um, I was thinking it might be around like six hundred to the eight hundred range. I don't think they're that stupid to go beyond eight hundred. Now, I hope they don't if they do start if they do hit seven or eight hundred, it's going to do what the smartphones are doing where we're hitting this pro premium tier and they're just going to release consoles in tiers. If you want if you want this quality and these specs, you pay this much for this console. If you want the super epic gamer mode, (laughs) I don't know, high tier model, you pay this much. And it probably comes with a free subscription or anything. I was actually looking at it from a standpoint. They're probably just going to sell games with it. Like, oh, here's like three controllers, two games and all that for like a thousand dollars. Like, oh, okay. Now let's talk about the actual video where the developers were talking about what they were doing with the console. How did you feel about that? Because um, for me personally, like watching that. it, It was just them saying like. Gamers want faster, higher graphics, higher frame rates. And that was one of the keywords. They kept saying high frame rates. Like, I mean, there's a little bit more to gaming, but I understand this is a hard work team, the hardware team. They want something that bad. Get a computer. Well, that's essentially what consoles are. They're they're uh, glorified computers. Yep. That's what I'm making. That's all everything they're saying. Like, I got a computer. Can pretty much do all of that? So I was like, cool. Okay, so alongside with the Scarlet, uh, Halo Infinite is launching with the Scarlet. So it'll be a main title when it comes out. I lost interest in Halo on Halo 4, Halo 5. I lost. That's where I lost interest. That's pretty much where the series went. Ever since the one for the Xbox, who just repeating bosses and the game going stupid, I can't stand Halo. Halo just, I lost interest in Halo. Which, okay, I need to know. Which console did the Halo 5 come out on? Well, which Xbox console? Xbox One. Just Xbox One? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. That means I played four or less. Five, don't play, don't play five. It's really bad. Like it, from a story standpoint, it killed it. Really? It's okay. In nope. some aspects, it didn't live up to like Halo standards. No, Ugh, it, it, repeat, that's not it repeated. It repeated a boss like three to four times. Ooh, no, no, no. yeah. I mean, the new one. Oh, how long has Halo Infinite been known about? Since last year. And Vinny was um, he made a big point that they still didn't have anything to show besides a trailer, not a trailer, uh, a movie. And okay, so this is my thing. After like, um, unless during the conference they say now in development, that means they just started development. I can understand if you don't have anything 
not even screenshots to show well, of your game. I'll, I'll get to that later. I was going to say something. Because at least like have like, I don't know. I think pictures will work. You don't need to have like a fully running game with the engine going or whatnot. Just like, I don't know. But it seems they have all the time in the world to show us these high production quality, like cinematic trailers and all that stuff. I just find it kind of off-putting. Yeah. I understand you're trying to hype us up, but people come here for the game. And that's why I really, of course, we're not there yet, but that's why I really like Nintendo's Direct and Square Enix as well. Hashtag Square Enix and Nintendo Save D3. Yeah, I just, I, there was just, I, try, I watched the Xbox one. And like, I just, it bored me. I'm sorry. Even though they have so many games, it was overwhelming. And that's my problem. It's so overwhelming. Like, you have all these games. I really can't. I had fun with it. Just, there's just so many games. Like you guys are watching me. I had a lot of fun watching yeah, it. <laughs> there's just so many games. Like it, we have this many games. Then like, how are we supposed to? Cho- it's like they're yeah. showing like was it, sixty games or something. It's like I barely, I barely remember five of them because that they were just do. Oh, here's like a couple. Here's a quick couple seconds of this like. Well, that and it was just first person shooter after the next. So you kind of just forget what's the difference. Oh, look, it's the same game. Oh, did we just seen this game like five minutes ago? Nah. All right. So back to you, Brandon, because you're the you're the real Microsoft guy here. You're the Phil Spencer of this podcast. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Wait, uh, before you start, um, you remember during the live conference, I was just like, give it to me, Phil. Give it to me. Yeah. You're yelling now. Uh, you're yeah. yelling that just constantly. Like, okay, boss. Because I wanted, the, I wanted to see the Scarlet, but all we got was a motherboard. <laughs> all right, so we got a new trailer for Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, and it finally got a release date of April 16th, 2020. Now, you just heard me and Charles like roast the heck out of Microsoft's E3, but even Charles said this looks like a game that he would be interested in, Cyberpunk. Yeah, because it's on coming PC, so like, oh, hey, is it, I can actually get it, because most of the games I turn off my games because I don't have the console. How did you feel about that story exposure? Because it definitely caught me. It pretty much it introduced us, but it left us still with more I know more. Yeah, and... Because we don't know what happened. Oh, what, and what was this le- heist? It also, it also leaves us with a lot of questions, too, because you saw what his arms were doing. That lady was a hacker. Yeah. And you see there's some gangs and mobs and stuff. Yeah, so it's pretty much going to be like, it's going to be pretty much are we, we're GTA in the future. I mean, there, there was gameplay last, there was gameplay last year of Cyberpunk 2077. And I think there's, okay, this year they were just like trying to confirm like, hey, Keanu Reeves is in Cyberpunk and here's the release date. Um, I, 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 I Keanu Reeves. He's he's the reason that we even remember Microsoft's E3. <laughs> okay, so Double Fine Studios or Productions uh, joins Xbox Studios. That's the same studio that makes uh, the Psychonauts games. Um, and then I know there's a few others I can't remember at the top of my head. Um, Gears of War 5 releases in September 10th. Or on September 10th. Um, it was a bit disappointing. They didn't show any gameplay, even though it comes out in a few months. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't I don't understand developers, especially in Microsoft's E3, being so scared to show gameplay of their games. 
Yeah, it it was weird. Um, they showed a redesigned Xbox Elite controller, the Series Two version of it. I'm actually planning to get it because my controller used for my PC is pretty much dead. I can yeah. at one point fighting games. I can't do I can't do half circle inputs without the without the controller just doing whatever it wants to do. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be about one hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, mm. investment. Sheesh. All right. Um, Fantasy Star Online Two comes to the West and comes spring twenty twenty. So, tell me about Fantasy Star. What what the heck is it? From what I remember, is a game my aunt and my uncle played a lot, and it's pretty much a game where you play it online. It's like a it's like, it's like a fa- open world fantasy game, and it that's it was just like you could do a lot of things. You could open shops. You could do you could grind grind and stuff. It's like so. It's like a, is it? It's one of the earlier MMOs. It's probably one of the okay, earliest of the MMOs. Uh, MMOs. It's one of Square Enix's multiplayer online. It was one of the early ones, and a lot. I I remember hearing about it as a kid a lot because man, I was like, oh, maybe one day when you get older, I'll start start up your account and we'll play. It's like, but the prior time I got old enough to actually play those kind of games, it, the game got shut down, or I just don't hear about it anymore. Yeah, well, at least you now get to try it out. You know, I get to hey, I get to try out the sequel. It's gonna be fun, and it looks interesting. Might get it. Don't know. It's actually on my list of games I want to. The games is on my top five games. Actually, the, number five. Okay, so I'll just go through the last of these just in like a quick fire thing. Um, well, first, just of. ask yourself, do they matter? Well, they do. <laughs> um, a new Tales of game was yeah. announced. Tales of Arise comes out 2020. I'm looking that. The graphics look spectacular. I'm very looking forward to that. It's probably, I'm probably going to probably pre-order that day one. We're going to probably pre-order when I get the chance. Yeah, I need to see more gameplay before I'm settled. I mean, I know I know the series pretty well. Actually, as a fan of the series, I just never could play the series. I saw but some, now I can actually play the series on my computer, so I've been playing them more. We we just looked at the one that was on PlayStation Three, and looking at that I trailer, you actually, can tell you can tell that they mixed up some things, so it's going to play a lot differently. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I need to see more gameplay. Yeah, it's not it, from looks like it's going to be just an open world <laughs> game, which probably my first open world game like that that I'm actually going to play out of my own out of my own choice because I'm not really big into open world games like that. Cause it's actually harder for me sometimes to play. Cause I'm, you need to play Xenoblade. I, if I'm, I'm well, Xenoblade looking, is more. Tame. Yeah. I'm looking for that right now. Um, Elden ring was finally announced. Um, Elden ring is the game being developed by from software. And it's has George RR Martin, uh, from it and then Miyazaki so like Miyazaki person that developed the Dark Souls games and that stuff and then George R.R. Martin the author behind Game of Thrones um it should be interesting to see um Starbucks coffee okay uh was Kojima's game at Microsoft C3 or not no it's not at Microsoft it's not at Microsoft Xbox, I mean. Okay. Was it like, was it even at E3 or was it just? No. Okay. I was pretty sure it wasn't. It would have been there if Sony was there. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's why. Um, Battletoads was revealed. Um, the, Elder, the Outer Worlds gets a release date for October 25th. Why, why, why me? Well, 
<laughs> I don't know. Are you going to talk about Battletoads or something? Okay, Brandon, if it's if it gets to this level, we're moving to the next company. So um, Ninja Theory's new game, Bleeding Edge, was announced. And then Minecraft Dungeons, uh, Diablo-styled. All right, Minecraft next. game comes out spring next. 2020. We're going if, okay, so if, because of this, I'm we're playing a Minecraft. We're playing OG Minecraft now. You guys need to get your PCs that can PC, run Minecraft. I have a PC that can run Minecraft. I cake. You mean a potato? <laughs> it, it runs very well. Okay. Um, before we move to the next company, I need to, we need to talk about Death Stranding, aka Game of the Year. The fact that you can just. Take a ladder and just—I don't know. <laughs> this is why I like the game because I don't understand it. If you go on Twitter, nobody knows what the heck they're looking at when they show that trailer. I'm the joke is I'll say is I I'm hoping for the game. I just hope it's not one of those games where they show all these obtuse things, and that's all it is—just these weird obtuse things with no weird coherence. Coherency. That's what I'm scared of. Honestly, it takes that Metal Gear humor. To a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm, I think that's all. I'm looking doing. forward to the game. Don't get me wrong. I just I'm scared. That's all it's going to be. It's just weird obtuse things. And uh, my, my my theory is, I think he made a deal with Satan because he, you see in that part where he he has like the the army of the undead at his yeah. side. I think it's it, probably with some more. Yeah, it's gonna. Oh, and I was, I'm looking forward to the game. I just don't want the game just to be that coherent and incoherent mess. I mean, you watched Bakke Bottle Gatorade without watching the movies first. Hey, because that's how, because I, this is before the movies even came out when I watched it. Whatever. Okay. OG stuff. Okay, so now we're going to Bethesda. <sighs> that, that was one of the most micro mobile games. No, 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 no. That let, was, let, let me sum it up for you. Games, gamer games. We're gamers. Your gamers, mobile games. games, games, everybody, and the cl- and the cloud literally goes bonkers. Literal, their shit. Like m- their brains melt and they scream every time he said video game. It, it, it was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I man. watched it and it, I was I was getting a fuck. I was getting a headache from that. If you're going to curse, go ahead. I'll put an explicit warning on here uh, <laughs> because I was frustrated, too. Not as much as Devolver Digital, but I was frustrated with this. I actually wanted to die when I actually seen it after the whole mess after the memes. Like I was like, oh, because watch it. It was so bad. I turned it off. I needed to watch it so I could get Look, information. On for it. me, it was just Elder Scrolls. And then I was done. Uh, oh, so yeah. something there was something Bethesda announced that was really big, besides Elder Scrolls, I think. Am I missing anything? Uh, I am not too sure. Um, we had Doom Eternal's release date. Oh yeah, uh, there was a second Doom game. Yeah, it's actually I'm actually excited for that game because I heard it's also coming to Switch too. So yeah, I'm, I'll play it more and if it's on the Switch because. That I'm, I'm glad that uh, the Switch is getting these titles. It's awesome. And that was announced last year that it was coming to Switch day one. I know, but hey, I forget. I know, but like people forget things and E3 is there to remind us. Who's, yeah, who's going to who's going to do you even remember the first thing about last E3? Uh, OK, then. Uh, <laughs> that Sony had a bad press conference. Oh, so, uh, I, can't remember that. I remember Sony's massive just mess like. 
Go home. It was okay. Um, let's see. Bethesda showed this new IP called Ghostwire Tokyo, announced from the Evil Within devs. Um, the one girl that came on stage also was that she was like a developer for Okami and like another. Uh, yeah, Okami and Bayonetta. Um, Arcane's next game was announced. It was called Death Loop, where it was just these two people trying to kill each other for some reason. I didn't understand it, but it looked nice. Do you know, if you really want to know, there's the many mangas of that kind of plot where, oh, these two characters, either they're dying in a paternal loop and then they get out of the loop or something. It's it's a very overused, it's very used in literature a lot. Yeah, it it was weird, but it looked cool. Um, like Charles said earlier, Doom Eternal got its release date for November twenty second. Um, Fallout seventy six is getting free updates with NPCs. Can we explain or chat? Can, can we try to interpret why the crowd went wild when they announced that NPCs were coming to the game? The game is emptier than hell. It's like an it's like the abyss. It's just you know, and your friends and some random stranger who wants to rape you. But hey, yeah. Have you ever seen a bad game get support that didn't make it better? No Man's Sky. Well, No Man's Sky became good, and then now it's just. Eh. I mean, it, now. it had a chance. I mean, but it ruined that chance. Yeah. And then there's Star Wars Battlefront 2, which it's good now. Like a lot better than it was actually, two years ago. I actually own No Man's Sky. I actually do own, own No Man's Sky, so I should know it got eh after a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, Commander Keen came back from the dead to become a mobile game. It, Ooh. F in chat. Everybody put F in chat, please. So let's just get this out of the way. E3 is not the place where you bring mobile games. I and I am speaking like out of tradition, like smaller titles that aren't going to be on people's consoles that aren't anticipated year long or things that you want your general audience to be hyped about. It's not a mobile game. I don't even think Nintendo went through that much work to get us hyped for Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Like, just, yes, we know it exists. Yes, microtransactions. But, like... Yes, we know you want our money. I mean, just, it's not not E3 material. I don't know how to explain it any further than that. Um, then, uh... New software tech for game streaming was announced, and it's called Orion. It was like cloud service or stuff like that. Nice. So overall, Bethesda's conference was not good at all, and it had an annoying audience. I give it a D minus. The dying fans help us. I swear to God, when those fans died, screaming. Okay, so now we go to Ubisoft. Uh, it was a good conference. It wasn't their best, but it wasn't their worst. Um, first, they started off with like, well, they started off with like the Assassin's Creed Symphony, mm-hmm. which 
I enjoyed because I like Assassin's Creed, but um they then they started off the show like full on with uh Watch Dogs Legion, which is the next Watch Dogs game. Um and it comes out March sixth, twenty twenty. It looks like a lot of fun on my hand, but it looks like so, a lot of fun like for for those of us who weren't keeping up on the leaks, Watch Dogs Legions caught us off guard like hard. It started out with this guy on some sort of mission to find this other guy, but everything goes wrong and he's being next thing you know, he's being chased by drones, cops. And of course, as you're hacking in there, like Watch Dogs 2, this the main the guy we think is the main character dies. And now we're to this next character, which is an old lady, old lady Jenkins. It's unbelievable. It, the, the, the entire point to the game to legions is that you can play as anyone, any NPC in the game that could be limited. I'm pretty sure it is, but it, the possibilities are endless and all these people have their own, like they said in the in the trailer, these people have their own stories, their own backgrounds, their own specialties, and they're all working together to fight this oppression that looms over the UK. Oh yeah, so British accents. Oh, oh my! Donald Charles, please, <laughs> for the love of God. Um, they ended the show with a teaser for a new IP called Gods and Monsters. Which um, it's being developed by the people behind Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I I would like to see, but they showed it as a teaser and it looked like in the same vein as Breath of the Wild. Um, Ubisoft announces a subscription service called Uplay Plus. Um, the subscription services are getting a bit annoying. Yeah. $100 a month. It's like. The moment Google announces their thing, everybody's got to hop on that train. Yeah. Um, then a somewhat Rocket League uh, spinoff called Roller Champions was announced. Um, and uh, what was it? A demo or a beta came beta. out? The Yeah. A beta was announced and came out the same day as the conference. Um, a new Rainbow Six game was announced called Rainbow Six Quarantine. Um, Tom Clancy Elite Squad is a mobile game. Next. Uh, Adventure Time crosses over with a Brawlhalla. Okay, so that Adventure Time trailer was really nice, but it was just written poorly. It was trying too hard to poke at all the jokes from the actual show and it basically just killed those jokes because they were out of place you don't just say making bacon pancakes out of nowhere with no context i mean i watched show you when i was younger but i was like now i was like uh i thought the series was dead i thought it ended it's cringy i thought it ended well yeah it, it did reach its conclusion and rip adventure time that's my childhood show did you watch the finale it's really good Suggest you check it out one day if you get back into the series. It, it's, it's, it's been hard for me to get back into American television. I think Adventure Time is one of the exceptions. I, I can't get back to any Top Gear, and I love Top Gear, and I can't even get back into that. That sucks. If, Steven Universe is my dying light right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then they, for some reason, they just decide to announce a 
TV show about game development. Which, like, is an Apple TV exclusive TV show. Which, like... Guys, we know Apple paid it's you. Time to sh- it's time to show you what true gaming looks like. People rolled up in a ball, working five days without sleep, and going home pretty much dead tired, and their bodies drained while they, while they only had two days, while they had to bathe in a can. I have no idea what you said, but if Apple makes their own console, I am retiring. Yeah. A console for gamers and creators. Now in stores for $1,400,000. <laughs> and the version two is just the same thing, but with a new title. Dear. It's double the money. Now with the Apple WD12 390 chip with 14 nanometer process. Next. <laughs> so then on to the next conference. Square Enix. Oh, the saviors. Yeah, they they saved E3 for a lot of people, it seemed like. So they started off by immediately answering people's worries about how is this new Final Fantasy game going to play? Now we know that it's not going to be completely real time. There is going to be a hybrid turn based system. And they found a really nice way for that to integrate that with real time, which there isn't. When we were watching the gameplay, there was only so much real time because you have to build up that meter and the battle really starts when you enter that um, turn based mode where you have to select your stuff real quick. Yeah. And you can switch to different characters real time. That's how they answer that question, too. So you're not just playing with cloud and hacking and slashing everybody. You have access to clouds. I still don't know what it is where he writes Chinese. Or <laughs> it's not Chinese. <laughs> where he writes symbols in the air. <laughs> Forgive oh me God. for saying that. <laughs> he writes the sun in China. He writes the sun. The sun? The sun. Or it's something stupid. Is it all the elements or something? I, I really don't remember. It's been a while. It's been three, four years. Okay. I mean. I, it's been I, It's been a while. I'm not good at calligraphy, but I he mean, can... somewhere in my in my aunt's room, I could borrow a 597 suffer solely. Yeah. Again, I'm not good at calligraphy, but Cloud's pretty good with that sword. So yeah, like Xavier said, Final Fantasy VII remake was showing. Um, it's going to be episodic, and the first episode, I believe, it's the first episode, um, is yeah. releasing March third, twenty twenty. Sounds good. Um, I don't have any problems with that. Yeah. Take as much time. It's kind of more of, I think they do three discs for, was it three discs they're doing? Or is it, it whatever for, the probably reference to the older one because there's multiple discs for the older game. Now, uh, the only part that disappointed me was no Sethroth. I want to see Sethroth in HD. I want to see all that hair. In I, that I think they showed him for like a quick split second. No. Well, I don't know. You might have seen something. I think they in. did. We see we, we saw the tip of his sword. We saw Aerith. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you, you didn't watch the Square Enix conference struggles with us. I didn't. I pretty much watched it and I watched the highlights afterwards as Ron it. I seen Aerith, but hey. Aerith. <laughs> uh Final Fantasy Eight is getting a remaster. Oh wait, before we move on, um, so what do you what do you think about the game in general, Brandon? Final Fantasy seven? Yeah. Because I don't want to just, I I mean, like we described it, but what do we think about it? Because for me, I'm going to grab it 
because I'm trying to see why people like this story so much. Because some I hear I hear good things about Final Fantasy VII story, and I hear bad things. I don't. I'm in between. I'm indifferent because I don't know. The original. Um, I think I'll pick it up, but I don't think it will be like a day one purchase for me. Um, wait a while. Yeah, I'll I'll probably wait a while or a bit for it. Actually, the only thing I'm I'm okay. I'm indifferent of seven. I play I played some of it. It was just I was more indifferent through most of the game. The only scene that really stuck out to me was a cross dressing scene. If they remove that from the remake, that game's an instant zero out of ten. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure they won't take it out. They better not. We, we, if we they do it. if they do zero out of ten game games trash. That's what they want the saving grace of that game. If they take it out zero out of ten, it's trash. Throw it away. I'll break a disc on screen for everybody if you want me to. I feel bad for you. Oh my God. All right, next. All right. So, like I said, Final Fantasy VIII gets a remaster. Um, I think later on, another episode, I'll try to fig- I'll explain to people what reboots, remakes, and remasters are. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but it's Yeah, going. I was going a bit off topic, but um, Outriders was showing. Seem, I don't even know what that game is. I still don't. I don't either. I, was there even gameplay for it? No, there was not. Then it does not matter. It doesn't exist. <laughs> um, we should just do that. If there's no gameplay, it doesn't exist. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Then Square Enix ended off their E3 conference uh, with Crystal Dynamics Avengers game. Um. It arrives May 15th, 2020 with, uh, what was it? Releasing content over multiple years, uh, which includes new heroes and regions and all that for free. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So still thinking about Square Enix. Is there any other games that stood out to you? It was just the Avengers game and then Final Fantasy VII. So what do you think about the Avengers game? Because I'm hearing a lot of negative stuff about it on Twitter. People are like making fun of like the the actors or whatever, or like whoever is doing the CG for them. They're going like, oh, it's just stunt doubles. <laughs> That's the best one I've heard yet. <laughs> that is terrible. And that that gets me like a bit mad. I mean, these are real talents giving it their all. So, yeah, it is kind of rude on their part. Yeah. it Yeah. Like I said, it gets me mad because like. These are people like trying to make like a. Because they had a great game by simply playing as these characters, they have expectations to live up to from people who've, I don't know, read the comics, watched the movies Grown up to these uh, these personalities, been fans of these characters for about twenty years, stuff like that. Did not, did not big deal stuff. You're under a lot of pressure by having these roles, and I, I think the internet's reacting in a childish way. Yeah, and it would cost like a lot, and I mean a lot, a lot of money to get the actors' um likeliness from from the movies of their faces. Oh, oh, you mean to get the rights to have their faces modeled in? Yes. Oh yeah, you're talking like they're they're talking about that, and then like no gameplay showing. 
but there was gameplay um at like their booth so i don't know why they didn't show gameplay at the conference and you're scared see well, i'm starting to feel this way game developers who have all this ready like and they don't show any gameplay like we were just talking about uh, gears of war has a um release date so close but they don't want to show any gameplay it's kind of off-putting and it and still like the game comes out basically like a year from now yeah this is like the first e3 this thing was at right the Avengers project it was announced before but not at e3 it just like came out of nowhere going hey square enix and marvel is teaming up to make a an Avengers game yeah so this was the first e3 I'll give them that I'm sure this is like a big project for them to do. I don't really flag people who are first time presenters at E3. If now it's only I have an issue if like you've shown this game like two E3s ago and you still don't have anything to show for it. People are starting to wonder, is it an abandoned project? Is it still being worked on? Are you still teasing us? At least Nintendo's up front with us and say like, hey, Metroid didn't work out. We're starting from scratch. Thank yeah. you for understanding. Yeah, and some developers are like that as well. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure not everybody follows the trash trend. Yeah, but Square Enix had a great conference overall. Yeah. They, they brought it back for everybody for E3. And props to all the developers out there. I know there's these, these faces on stage, but to all the people behind the screens, uh, writing the code for like these games to operate people writing out these stories and creative talents, making these models and all these beautiful worlds, like congrats to you team. I think, I think that gaming is the ultimate expression of like artistic ability because it incorporates music, visuals, writing, everything. The only thing I want right now is a Final Fantasy VII demo just to show us, just to give us, okay, here's how the bad mechanics working. I, until then, I'm going to be very oh, Watch the gameplay it. trailer. I'm, Unless you, I wanna, you're saying you want to actually play it. want to use it, see how it is. Okay. I want a demo. I want something so I can say, okay, this is how it's going to be working out. Yeah, I can see There's that. one thing showing it, but there's another thing using it. I think it's highly likely it'll get a demo. Because uh, 15 Hopefully. got a demo. I think this one will get a demo. Because if I demo, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be like, and, and the bat black zone about it like i'm just yeah. being in the dark zone like no and then i mean you could find demos at like best buy or something like that too okay so now on to the last conference but it was a video presentation yeah, uh nintendo i believe a video presentation is all you need because when you don't have a stage all you uh, have is content Square Enix tried to do that last time, and that did not work out for them. Because it's not a Square's thing. Well, it, it also depends on execution and presentation. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But in Nintendo's yeah. case, they kind of have it mastered with their directs. So, yeah. Nintendo probably had one of like the best conferences. We had Doug Bowser. We had Doug Bowser now. Now, to be fair... Nintendo had Nintendo was pretty good about balancing their titles. They had Shocker at the beginning. Um, good games sprinkled in between the all these other games coming to Switch, whether they be indie titles or third party developers. Yep. Now, I don't mean to say good games like these other games are bad. 
these are just games that I know little about and hope to know more about in the future. But other than that, let's talk about the big surprise they started their direct off with. Uh, well, I wasn't really surprised to that many people, but uh, to some people it might have been. Um, let's see. The hero from Dragon Quest got announced for the Smash Ultimate DLC. I'm sorry to break it to this, y'all, but this Dragon Quest character is the closest we're getting to Goku and Smash. <laughs> it's just Goku with the sword. And honestly, it's nice we're having we're actually getting Goku. Hey, wait. Well, no, basically it's Trunks. Trunks got it, no. Smash. One's Trunks, one's Goku. Oh, oh yeah, you can swap swap out the skins. Yeah, you can swap to Goku. <laughs> That's it's good. basically like Mario with his alternate skins and well, mm, Joker. I guess. Nah. 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 Sort of. You're, no. you're essentially becoming a whole different character. Um, Bowser Junior. And we should we should pay respects because like. The fact that these guys are skins, they ha- these aren't just recolors. This is an entirely different model. Yeah. A budget. It's like, holy cow. Like, are we actually paying how much this is worth? That's what I'm wondering. Each character's worth a dollar. Oh, shut up, Charles. All right, Charles. You get, you get like 40 people to work on this um, and pay them each. Then after that, they showed Doug Bowser, like introducing him to everybody. Um, I think that was like a nice little thing to show. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, anyways. Um, I, no, 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 no. I, I say like, um, hey, have, having the actual Bowser in there. OK, I would like to get this little debate out of the way. Bowser can speak English. So why was he just making noises? I think it's the joke. No, he can speak English. Most of the time, he doesn't. The only time he speaks English is really when there's a text bo- bubble. He can say words. Now, if, have you have you played Sunshine? Xavier. Mario Sunshine. That's ba- how long ago? I know, but Bowser has full voice acting in that game. Xavier, that was how long ago? Look, Nintendo has the Xavier, option to be different. That's how long ago? Okay, in the last game, he said a couple words. And maybe his brain is regressing. I don't know. It's supposed to be funny. This is Nintendo. That wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Charles point taken. <laughs> All right, Brandon. All right. So after Doug Bowser got announced or not, a, not announced. <laughs> 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 not, not getting announced. After um, Reggie was canceled. <laughs> um, yeah, after Nintendo introduced us to Doug Bowser, um, we got some information about Luigi's Mansion Three. Um, that I know I'm getting that game. That oh yeah, Luigi's Mansion. Um, looks I, I nice. have some. I have some. Look at as well. I have some of the sickest memories of Luigi's Mansion on 3DS. That 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 magic of video games when you're a kid. Luigi's Mansion was at my peak. So. I never really played with you guys because this was after I joined the, the hell we call the four swords. We, we can talk about the origin story another time. But yeah, but I'm talking more so the campaign. Like it was Luigi's Mansion on 3DS and Mario and Luigi Dream Team. Best games on 3DS. Yeah, so 
I know there's like a few more, like a lot more games. I can't exactly remember in between, but oh, that's just, wh- just whatever, like the big whatever stuff. Whatever yeah, it sticks out to us. Um, Link's Awakening gets a dungeon mode or dungeon maker dungeon mode. Dungeon builder, yeah. Um, wait, wait, Astro Chain got got more gameplay gameplay now. Oh yeah. Um, does anybody recall when Super Mario Maker Two is coming out? I know it's June next week. June twenty third. Okay, it's it's got to be next Friday. So, yeah, looking at the calendar right now, today's the sixteenth. It's gonna have to be the twenty first. Yeah. Um. Astro Chain. Astro Chain got more gameplay, so we can talk about that. Would you guys be on Astro Chain? I'm still indifferent. I, I like you said with Final Fantasy VII, it's something that I have to play because at That's the right. same time it I'm looks. Interested. I'm I'm very interested in this game, but like. I'm very interested in it because the game looks like a, like, a, like a new step in a different way. Like, yeah. But now I was like, can I have now? Can I actually play the game myself? Is this an IP, by the way? It's a new one. It's a new brand new IP. Okay. Great. New Smash character. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But um, yeah, it's one of those games that I got to play because at the same time, it looks really interesting. I like the gameplay. I feel like it'll have a good story, but I just want to play it. That's all. It won't be a day one for me, but. It, Inevitably, I will get it. It might be depending on what what it is. If it's just if it's just the game itself on day one, I'm gonna wait. But there's like a special thing if you're pre-ordering it, I'm gonna pre-order it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good God, Charles! Oh, they've, I, I they've already three, I pre-ordered three houses with everything, and we know nothing, and they already won you. <laughs> I, I pre-ordered three houses. When if oh three houses get pre-ordered now, are you done? All right, thanks for the segue, Charles. So oh. Fireman Three Houses got a lot of exposure. Three houses got a like, mega crap ton from the uh, tree house as well. Yeah. Um. So we got we got exposure to the different classes. I believe. Well, not we got, all the classes. We got, we got introduction to all the classes. We got okay. introduction to the fact now gender lock classes are now back. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. We have introduction to what characters can become what. We have introductions to now almost all the characters now from both all the all the houses. We then got confrontation. Now you can actually like have. People defect from other houses into the, your house. That's also got announced. We got more introduction to some other characters from the from like the forefoot group of like the church and all that and mm-hmm. teachers. Yeah. We also got introduction. We got well, we got introduction more about the dragon girl. She's actually a recruitable character, which I wasn't. I was expecting that to be. Like, yeah, we're going to have to get her. Now, uh, you were saying something about that there was no evidence of a weapon triangle. There, um, as seen the game, and a lot of people pointing out, which I don't know how true it is. I've seen a little bit myself. I really, there's like no weapon triangle. Like there was, but it didn't feel like there was one. Like a one that mattered. Like it feels more like every time a new firearm game comes out, the tr- the weapon triangle matters less and less. Yeah. Now, what are your immediate thoughts after getting all that information? My immediate thoughts. I have probably three big thoughts. How is the time split going to work? First off, yeah, there's going to be a time jump. I believe five years. Um, there's going to be a school arc, which should be teaching the students and having them raise, and then you're going to have them going to war. Is it the war? Is it going to be like the first half is going to be more story based with all the story elements added to, and then the second half is going to be all, like all fighting, like old fashioned fire them, which fight yeah. after fight after fight of armies. Thinking about it now, I suppose a time skip. And the, what you're saying is appropriate. Have the first half be character building because this is a, this is going to be a much bigger game. This game's huge already. 
you have three possible houses and there's theories right now because we just got a not like a leak but a notice in something which one of the character the female lord Eldegard Eldegard I'm I'm not gonna remember her name that well after I played the game I know her name but she had her she's holding a weapon in the future she has a weapon that has an crest on it the problem is in the game it was announced that you can only use crests that you can it's basically just like oh you can only use a crest that matches your crest she's using two crests Hmm. so it might be there might be two paths for her there's probably two there's probably up to probably six different endings or more in the game jeez i think uh the more we talk about it, I feel like it's more likely that I am going to buy this game. Now, it's not gonna be a day you one. got you got the collector's edition, right? Yep, collector's edition. What all comes in that collector's edition? We're um, okay. We're getting a steel book. We're getting an art book, which I really want. We're getting soundtrack. We're getting a calendar, and if you order from GameStop, you get pins. Did you order from GameStop? Yep, order from GameStop. That was also cheaper from GameStop. $116.10. For all that? All that. Oh, that's that's a really good deal. Yeah, it was at for, Walmart for and all that. that stuff, Walmart I, was selling it for like 200 For Final Fantasy VII, I think it was that. Wait, no, it wasn't Final Fantasy. You were telling me about two editions of a deal, Brandon. Uh, there, Oh, it, this was for Link, uh, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. Yeah. There was going to be two special versions of that. I think that it was the basic one that was like already a hundred something dollars. I, I don't I don't remember. I just know it got really expensive. Yeah. But <sighs> that aside, since I just jumped into the new Zelda game, <laughs> these segues are amazing. Yeah. So I'm not sold on the art style yet. Big yet. But I see why they're doing it. If you've played Link's Awakening. If you've played Link's Awakening DX and you've seen those uh, those story segments, well, not story segments, those side segments where this rat guy would take pictures of you, the art style for the game in the game was very short, chibi characters. If um, I if I have my 3DS on me, I'll show you guys what I mean later. But yeah, the, the art style in the game was these short, chibi characters. Yeah. And I think that's why they're going for this. Now... What they showed at the treehouse, everything is ex- exactly as I thought it would be. Like, it's still this charming world. All they did was enhance everything that was already there. Now, as far as the dungeon layouts, I'm curious because when I was looking at them play the game, every. It's hard to explain. Are they still going to do the. Every space, like every every time you move a certain amount of spaces, it's going to scroll over or is it just a giant open dungeon now? I don't know how they're going to handle that. I'm not too sure, but I'm just analyzing this game to death because this is a game that I grew up with. I have a lot of attachment to it. It's, It's definitely one of the most beautiful games ever. And its main theme is something that will either make you cry or make you smile at the very end. Or all the time. I, I still find myself listening to the Ballad of the Windfish randomly. It's, it's a beautiful song. Please check it out if you haven't. Even even with the Game Boy sound card, it sounds beautiful. Um, it's like the same thing of me when I talk to people who listen to Final Fantasy VI's music. Even with the Game Boy sound card, it sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, and Link's Awakening comes out September 20th. 
Oh, I was thinking November. Oh yeah, time. Fire Emblem comes out July twenty sixth of this year. Yeah, next month. Next month. Uh, why was I thinking twenty twenty? <laughs> yeah, like I'm. You you see, I'm excited. You even asked for the day off. Oh, so you asked for the day off on that, but you want okay? I because I have a month in advance. I had a month in advance. I know, but a week in advance is also good. Anyway, you told me. Told is, me. Did, is, no, my 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 schedules end on Wednesday. This 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 is a topic for another day. <laughs> or another time. Anyways, okay. going back to the E3. Uh, what's next on our list, Brenda? That we haven't got to because I want to save the last Smash reveal for last. Um, Damon X Machina comes out September thirteenth of this year. Um, no thoughts on no that. Comment. I'm sorry. No, nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, no more Heroes Three is in development and will arrive next year. I have zero history with that game, but it looks I've fun. seen the game a lot. It's it's a very funny game to watch. It's super hilarious. It's it's more comedic. It, it looks fun. Like yeah, gameplay I, wise, from the game was super comedic. I've seen it on the Wii too. It was. It's fun. If you want to break your hands, then we'll have fun. Oh, I don't know about that. I just know it looks it looks like a guy. Where are we? Oh, it was like that. No, you, like you, Skyward you, Sword, you, you swing in the Wii remote. I forgot how it is. It's just weird. The Wii, like, I'm dying. No, thank you. Well, thank goodness the Wii has bowed out. I, I, I can't no, remember. No, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. The Wii has not bowed out yet. Oh, boy. Just Dance 2020. Yes. It's on there, the Wii. There is somehow a game that is still... Making games for the Wii. I don't even know how Nintendo was letting this pass. Yeah, Just Dance 2020 is like coming onto the Wii. Have fun. I love the Wii U. I was just going to make a granddad joke about the Wii, but then I realized the Wii is when we were young, so now we're the granddads. I feel bad now. I feel terrible. Yeah, well. The GameCube was my exposure to gaming. Yeah, but yeah, the Wii U is officially now, but how it has been outlived by its predecessor. Sheesh. So uh let's, let's see let's get into this um this Zelda, okay? Well there's still a little bit more. I'll just go through like a little if it's super important, go for Should it. Should we talk about these keyword? Um Oh oh yeah. How did I forget Pokemon existed? God dang. I'm trying to I'm enjoying the subject for a little bit myself. Man, okay, so we I don't I don't think we specifically sat down and talked about pokemon yet now i'm going way back before e3 like first announcement that direct the pokemon direct mm-hmm. uh-huh. not not the one in march no uh but the most recent end of one. may yeah yeah uh the gym the gym leaders they already look like they're going to be interesting people based on their designs yeah, and what quite, they've given quite us. the new one Twitter and the rest of the internet will be the internet. I have not even checked Tumblr yet for the fan art of what's going on. Tumblr's dead, basically. Well, you can't really loot people on Tumblr anymore. You can go to Reddit for fun. I will avoid if Reddit. Going, if, you go, if you know where you're going on Reddit, you can find a lot. Charles, you'll be a tour bus for Reddit. You'll be the driver, the bus driver. Um, anyways, uh, Pokemon looks great. I love the starters. Um, we still don't know their evolutions. I think we're gonna find that out later. We we know the fire one to be fire slash fighting is like there's no hide in it anymore. <laughs> I just want I want another dragon, please. Firefighting, here we go. I want a karate dragon. <laughs> Blaziken, Fernape. Blaziken, Fernape, you know. Embor. Uh 
Incineroar. Incineroar, oh my god. Well, no, he's a fire dark Inci- type. Yeah, Incineroar yeah, dark is fire. Dark. Yeah, but he's he could be a fighting type. How is he not a fighting type? This he's, is like how Charizard isn't a dragon. He's like a luchador. Luchador? Luchadors fight, though. All I know is we have four fighter fighting type starters, and like we're on our fifth, boys. No, our third. We don't have any well, fairies. We have three. No, we're on our fourth. Or we could be on our fourth now. No, we- list the four, Charles. No, I'm saying we have Infer- we have Infernape, Embor, and Blaze King. Now we have the new bunny. Well, we don't exactly know. Oh, we don't. If Score Bunny is gonna be, we'll just have to wait and see. Double but kick. going Double back, kick. going back to the game. So this new Pokemon game is an open world game. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Wait, did it change? Or it yeah. it's still open world with the wild area aspect to it. Are there like oh. You can't. It's gonna be se- it's gonna be sectioned out. Yeah, it's gonna you you can't just go to the eighth gym at the first right off the bat. Like a true open world would be. Well, no, open worlds can still block off areas. I'm saying, is this gonna be seamless without loading screens? Um, you, if, you if the answer, building. if the answer is no, okay, yeah. If there's if there's loading screens and transitions to like going in an area, then it loses the true open world title. But still, the fact that it has those wild zones, you can see the Pokemon, you can see the environment, you can see the sky. I th- I still think that's amazing. You have the wingles in the animation. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's a day one buy for me. Yeah, I already pre-ordered the game. I'm going to wait until after the game gets a little, into, a little bit afterwards. I, yeah. I love Pokemon. I always get Pokemon day one. It's just there's so much wrong right now, and I just want to wait. If I get if they can at least confirm a couple of things, I'll get a day one. But right now, I don't want to get day one. Yeah, I know Pokemon's been big for you ever since childhood. And now I'm like, this, I'm beyond. I'm like, I'm at a point in my life where I'm just so... Some there, there's been some things that have been brought to light since E3's presentation, and that goes as far as technical issues. Um, some Pokemon not participating over six hundred. Yeah, over six hundred Pokemon won't be in the new game, we which need- doesn't make sense because this is a bigger game. Yeah, because Fire Emblem, we we just seem like a lot of things being added that weren't in the handheld titles because yeah, they're taking like, advantage of a console experience. But it's like they're like I don't know. We just I, It hurts me. It I, really hurts me. I love Pokemon. It's just why must you remove 600 of them? Over 600. And then there's um there's smaller things that are can, that could easily have been I taken can, care of. I can ignore those but the Pokedex is where I'm at, mad at. Like I love the Finishing the Pokedex, even though you, it may not look like it, I loved finishing the Pokedex because that means I, could, I, I had oh. reasons to transfer my Pokemon from previous games over. I'm so it gave lazy. me reasons to transfer them to involve them. I'm so freaking lazy, Charles. I don't even try. I've completed I'll the Pokedex. with like twenty five percent. No, I beat the game. No, I beat the game with like five percent done yeah. and then complete the Pokedex. Ugh, I don't. I don't even try. <laughs> I did for competitive. I did for competitive because I was in competitive a well, lot. So. The sense of completion too. Yeah, know. sense of completion and competitive because in competitive every Pokemon is viable. Yeah. 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 So the Pokemon Direct was interesting. Um, what was it for the conference or not the conference? The direct. I mean. The Nintendo e- Direct, they announced um, a new gym leader. Um, and there's this, like, leak that's out right now. 
that came out two weeks or like a week before was the Pokemon week, Direct. Was it a week about her? It had the name of her in it, and it had a lot going for it. It still has a lot going for it. And, like, I think this leak is, like, very true. I might show you guys after the recording, but, yeah, so. Is it a story leak? Is it a story leak or is it just character leak? Story leak, sort of. Um, Character leaks, Pokemon leaks, um, and then mechanic leaks or gameplay leaks. Big boy, mean big boy mode? Interesting. Oh, Let, uh, how can we talk about Pokemon and not talk about its new gimmick, Dynamax? I don't like it. They removed the Megas. They literally removed the Megas. Okay. I'm going to have a moment here. Um, Me- Mega Evolutions, hands down, raise your hands. Was that your favorite gimmick in every Pokemon it, game? I love Mega Evolutions because it. I actually was able to use Beedrill finally. By, by the way, everybody raised their hand. Mega- I, no, it made Beedrill usable. Beedrill usable. Dude. I, we everybody understands that Mega Evolutions were a really great addition to Pokemon. I thought they were there to stay when they yeah, announced it. I thought too. Then and then we had Z moves. Z moves kind of killed it. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Z moves. Uh, it's a it's a fun little, really well done animation of your favorite Pokemon's attack. But you yeah. can only use it once yeah. or twice. Um, I'm going to make this joke. I'm going to be using now from now on from this point after this Pokemon game gets announced and released for about after a month after I'm going to use Pokemon Showdown for competitive now because I can use I can use Megas, Z moves and Dynamax all at once. Wait, Pokemon Showdown is the computer one when you play on the computer. Oh, so, so use, yeah. So is it confirmed that Megas aren't coming back? It was it, they it sound, from a sound like it's confirmed. No Megas. Well, I, I want to exactly make sure it's like confirmed confirmed it, who knows we, we may get a patch to bring them back we don't know they they could always do updates in dlc because remember this is a console game well, they can i'm they can just do hoping anything. For, as, as a standpoint right now zemus and megas are not in the game it's yeah. right now from the standpoint because we know like a ds a 3ds game you're not going to get full-fledged updates that change the game substantially maybe like a bug fix that crashes the game but on a console there's so much more room for possibility because yeah. you have space on this console, because you, you have an easier way to update systems through the eShop. So, yeah, I, I, I'm hopeful that things can change or be added. Um, I'll just go through this stuff real fast. Um, Witcher 3 is coming to the Switch. Um, Resident Evil 5 and 6 is coming to the Switch this year. Um, a remake of Panzer Dragon is coming to the Switch this winter. And they did like a sizzle reel before the big announcement of the Smash character. Um, spot the Spiral remake trilogy or reboot, whatever you want to call it, uh, comes September third. The first Nino Kuni game is coming September twentieth. Um, that Minecraft Dungeons game comes out next year, spring. Um, the horror game Alien Isolation comes out this year. Um, a Microsoft title called New Super Lucky's Tale comes out this year fall. And I know there's a lot of other games that was in the sizzle reel, but those were those were some of the New Eternal was also in Sizzle Reel. I don't know if I I'm still mixed. I think I'm gonna get Doom on my computer and play it there. 
because uh, I mean, as much as I would like to play it on Switch, I kind of just want the full experience. You know, I won't buy it. You know, I won't buy it because I can't. I don't like shooter games. I just, I'm excited for it, but I won't buy it. That's the problem. I feel stupid. Did we even talk about Animal Crossing? Nope. Brandon, hold on. Hold on. Hold your horse. We haven't even gotten to the fi- final big three. And the final big three are the ones that we haven't mentioned yet. So starting with number one out of the three, Animal Crossing. So <clears throat> you're this character who has um, come to a deserted island with many other islanders. And the trailer shows you collecting items for the sake of your life. Because, Survival. yes, so to survive from the elements. And at the very end of the trailer, it shows our fellow survivors meeting up to have the congregation in order to overthrow the raccoon. Xavier, you're losing it. Anyways, Animal Crossing New Horizons is a game released by Nintendo where you start off on a deserted island using crafting skills in order to make different things like furniture tools. And it has more of a crafting survivalist aspect to it, whereas the last game was more focused on you're the mayor of this town. Build your own city. It's basically starting from nothing to making a whole town for this game. Couldn't have said it better myself. Now, some people are like very, very upset that it's delayed till March 3rd. Well, March 20th. Honestly, it hit me a little bit because you guys know I have been going nuts about yeah. Animal Crossing for the last two years. But I'm just at the point of like, whatever. Can I say something? I'd rather have the game be delayed and rather have the game be delayed than make it better. And not just have the game pump it out right then and there, be a buggy mess. Like, I'd rather them delay it. And who knows? Maybe maybe it's not even just because it's a buggy mess. Maybe, you want to add maybe, more. maybe there's more content that we wouldn't get if they were to release it now. Yeah, that's why I'm, like, I'm okay with it. That's why yeah. whenever I see a game gets postponed and a company says it's getting postponed and actually make a statement about it, I'm fine. But another reason I'm happy that it's coming out in spring, Animal Crossing has always, well, I think it's always been a spring title. It it just feels right coming out in the spring so you can experience all the months and their holidays and their experiences yep. that come with it. Yeah, I know I'm going to get Animal Crossing as well. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, online co-op. Oh, and eight player online co-op. Oh, and let me tell you that yeah, everybody I know who has a Switch is getting Animal Crossing. By the way, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have Animal Crossing Fridays. <laughs> but anyways, um, besides that, this is leading me to the, um one of my biggest problems with the Switch. It has no voice chat feature at all. Does it have a party mode? I'm I'm not even entirely sure, but I doubt it. Only so, on the app <clears throat> on the phone. We're going to have a small discussion after we finish talking about uh, the last two games about what I want in the Switch version two. So moving to the next game, we're excited about Animal Crossing. It's crafting and survivalist more based and building from nothing. And there are now taxes in the game. Yep. (laughs) Taxes. Yay! Are you trying to show the little kids how real the world is? Yay! Taxes and death. My two favorite things. Man, whatever. In the last Animal Crossing game, Tom Nook owed me. That's how rich I was. Anyway. <laughs> fucking broke the game. 
Well, yeah, you gotta exploit the glitches. Um, Time travel, boys. So the next game, it was just a teaser for a game being in development. Uh, a sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath, Breath of the Wild is now in development. The Wild. Breath. Have fun, guys. Of the Wild. The game that Brandon did not beat, but is a really good game. I own it. I haven't touched it. I own it. I haven't touched it. You You are no longer a part of the Nintendo community. (laughs) You are now shunned. No, I'm just kidding. The reason I never got to is because I have like 50 other games I have to get to. It's like, it's on the list. That and you said open world games don't really catch you like that. They really don't. I that's why I've been trying into to as I, I even near. I love near, but I, it's hard for me to get into it. I can play it for maybe about an hour or two at a time, and I, it's just hard for me just to, it's hard for me to keep playing open world games. I played near and took a fat break in the game. Uh, what I got the game like, yeah. So this is how I played near. I know this is off track. I know, but it's, it's, this it's, is how I played near. Yeah. I beat it before the school semester started for our final year as seniors. Like I got the first ending. Uh, when you defeat that guy, I put the brother. chip out. I'm done. Anyways, um, and then after that, uh, the end of that school year, what I did was I got the final ending because there's two halves of the game essentially. But yeah, that's just how I played near. So going back to Zelda, Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel, and it looks like it's taking more of a darker turn. I am. I'm calling it that. I'm calling. That it'll be the Majora's Mask to Breath of the Wild. Now, do you think after this, for the mainline Zelda games, do you think this would take like a bit of a break? When I mean a bit of a break, I mean like probably up to five years without a new Zelda game. No. Now, what I mean by that, I mean they can still remake older Zelda games. Well, or stuff like that, but this is how like a new, new, new Zelda game. I think we're still going to get one in about three years from then. This is why I say that if you've seen Nintendo's new approach to making Zelda games, they would have a larger on development team making the next big and bad Zelda game, which is normally on console, while they would have a smaller team making uh, titles like Triforce Heroes, A Link Between Worlds, uh, other smaller titles like uh, Link's Awakening Remake. That's how they've been doing it. They've been having two teams, one bigger team, one smaller team, working on different titles, yeah. of different calibers. And I think they'll continue to do it that way. Like Link's Awakening comes out. That team gets a five-year gap. This big title comes out. That team gets a five-year whatever gap. But in this case, th- this is really soon. Breath of the Wild came out 2017. It's 2019, and the next game's coming out 2021. So, yeah, that's well, about, we don't that's know if it's f- 2021, but it's oh, well, a prediction. That prediction. It's so, most likely coming out. Heck, then. that's a five-year gap right there. Yeah. So, being honest with you, I, th- I think they're going to keep up that pattern until Link is officially Melt. melted. <laughs> He's melted all the way with his udders. Now... I have a prediction. Go on. You will be able to play as Zelda in this game. Did you get your crackpot theories out of here? I'm ready. Yeah, which he has, and here's and, Xavier's and crackpot you, theories. And you already know where the camera angle's gonna be when I'm playing as Zelda. 
No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> it's Nero Tomato all over again. I did that. I'm sorry, God. <laughs> oh god, Charles. I actually, I actually did it because I left like a chore on the did you get? No, no, I don't want to go off topic again. <laughs> we'll no. Talk about this later, but yeah. Uh, what do you think, Brandon? How? What are you saying? The chances are that you'll be able to play Zelda as well, or they'll even like make them a duo fighting together. Um, thinking back to some games where you can play as like two people, um, I think it'll go in an approach like Spider-Man PS4. Where MJ, uh, Mary Jane, and then like Miles Morales, you can play some missions as them. So I think it'll be in that aspect of some sorts. Okay. Or it's like Link like goes off and does something. And then Zelda, um, I know, like you get to play Zelda for a bit and then you have to find Link uh, off doing something. In the, in the world, <laughs> he's fighting a rock. <laughs> he's going hi at a sword. He doesn't say hi anymore. He, his his sounds are a little bit more natural in that game. I, I I really am happy that they're going back, jumping back to Breath of the Wild. Not only because they'll they'll have an easier time developing this game because they already have the core essentials, the engine, the models, lighting, and all that all yeah. that good stuff. Now. Because uh, I really enjoyed Breath of the Wild's world, the gameplay and what it based around survival and open world. That is um, first time in a long time that I have like felt magic in a Zelda game playing. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm happy. I know I still need to beat Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you, you do that. You do that. <laughs> Leave me alone, okay? <laughs> you need to give him 10 minutes. So, going to the last zinger from Nintendo's Direct. Here comes, here comes Brandon. A prediction that was in the prophecy supposed to not happen, but the devil took the book and wrote his own things in there. A creature was announced for Smash Bros. <laughs> that that really should... That, that I'm happy is in there because... He hasn't been in the game in a while, but I'm 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 happy yeah, to see him. So Banjo and Kazooie happen. You can Thanks. say say whatever you want on the other side of the screen because I can't see you right now. But I hope you're happy because it could have been someone else. It could have been somebody else. It could have been another Fire Emblem representative. No, no, <laughs> I would be crying right now if that were the case. So Brandon, Brandon's happy right now. Banjo and Kazooie. After, after teasing us with that DK trailer, <laughs> just you know, it, it happened. And their, their their play style, it works. It works. I have no problems with how they play in the game based on what they showed in their moveset. Yeah, they they look fantastic. Now, will they need to be nerfed? We can only see in the one v ones. We already had Joker getting nerfed sometime soon. Yeah, he better be freaking Brandon. What's my tail every time when he plays as Joker? <laughs> Swear to God, where did that come from? Like Brandon used to lose to me. I play Gandalf and still Brandon loses to me. Well, it's Ganon. It's freaking Scanondorf. It's easy. Like this Smash Bros. Easy mode, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Zero I, I had that feeling Banjo Kazooie was coming to the game. There were so many signs coming up before E3. 
pointing directly at Banjo because we joining the game. And like, my goodness, they couldn't have done the reveal so much like better than what they did. Yeah, I guess. Ran and reached Nirvana. Banjo got announced. He was screaming and just. You just, if if you told me Brandon had his, I can't. I can't. I was about to say something. You just, I can't because Brandon's right. That's how much Brandon wanted. Yeah, Brandon wanted this. Now, it's supposed to be, okay, how many characters are announced so far? Three. Okay, that means we have have two slots left. <laughs> you know what's happening. It's you know not what's happening. happening. It's not happening. Yeah, it's happening. Dante's coming in. I'm talking about Sans. <laughs> why is it? Why? Why does it be Sans? Why can't it be anybody else? We, we got. I think wasn't wrong. Not long ago, we got confirmation that Don't Make Cry collection HD collection is coming to the Switch. Yeah, it is. So we can have Dante and Smash, and then finally have the final show off of Dante versus Bayonetta. So who's the master game? At this point, I don't even know who I want to smash anymore. We, you know we're going to fire him up. No, we're not. No, we, no, have, we have enough. It'll be an axe user. No, we're not. No, we're not. It'll be an axe user. No, and the debates fun. start. No, we are not. You know Tom Nook's getting in the game. Brandon, you got your advantage because we can have our shit now. So, well, I, I still think there's one more big third-party character coming. Okay. Well... Well, I think it's all going to be third party somewhat, um, but I think it's going to be Crash Bandicoot or Spyro joining the game. Now, Banjo-Kazooie is like a very, very big deal joining the game because they're the first Western uh, created character joining Smash Brothers. Yeah. People have wanted this character up to 20 years waiting from the first Smash Brothers game. Mostly waiting from, like, Melee. I remember someone saying that Banjo and Kazooie helped shape the N64 era. It, it was like a big title for the 64. I've never gotten to play it. I, I, I did have the option at one point when my mom was asking me, oh, what game do you want off the Wii shop? And I did see that, but instead I got Mario 64. Well, smile at me, Charles. <laughs> I beat that game with pride. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, yeah, and then they got the original composer to do some of the works for Banjo-Kazooie. And that's like a big deal as well, because he's the first Western um, composer to be in Smash Brothers as well. So for Banjo-Kazooie joining the game, it's like huge for like games in general. Because like King K. Roll was developed from from Rare and like Dark Samus as well. They were developed by Western people, but they're owned by Nintendo. Banjo-Kazooie isn't owned by Nintendo. They're owned by a Western-developed company. That's a whole other person. So, let's talk about this. What do you want to to hear from the next E3 from Nintendo? 
Now, I know we spent a lot of time on Nintendo, but that's because even though we have love, limited love for every other company, I feel somewhere at home with Nintendo. I've played and Nintendo just, since I was a kid. And that, that's kind of why we, we grew up with Nintendo because, you know, that's Nintendo. Yeah. But uh, going back to my question, um, I'll start out and mine will be really quick. I want to hear another Kid Icarus game on console on a proper controller with a proper control scheme. No stylus gimmicks. I want like the funny characters, the good story. I think it's possible. Sakurai said he's not going to do it. Maybe he's lying. I don't know. Someone's got to pick up the handle. Sakurai's a troll. During the um, tournament, when he announced the characters getting announced, he had like a smug face while saying there's going to be a DLC character announced. He knew there, of course, he would know there's like two characters being announced. But, like, he was giving that smug face going, like, yeah, yeah, there's going to be two characters. But I'm just going to say there's one. I'm just going to tease all of you. You know, I would have hopped on that stage and fought every bodyguard until I I could look him in the face and go, like, why you do this? Why you die? (laughs) Why you die? (laughs) Stop. Uh, Actually, from what I want is something shocking. Not shocking, but something I haven't heard about in a while. I want more info on the new Gunvolt game. This is news to me. If there's a Gunvolt game going for the Switch, and it's going to be focused on Copen, the anti um, Co- um Gunvolt rival from Gunvolt Two. I've yet there's been, I've heard nothing about the new game so far, and I'm trying to keep my ears out. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, this is sort of like two from me, but um. Most likely, this thing will get announced early next year. But Pokemon Gen 4 remakes. I have start. I started Pokemon from Gen 4. That was like, it's a part of me now. That's why I love Pokemon. It's the most lovable series to me. With Sly Cooper as well. But if they announce Gen 4... And, like, I'm in the room with you guys. I'm going to be screaming and then probably crying as well. You know you know how they did the... You know how they did the Omega Ruby and Sapphire thing, but added Mega Evolution? Yeah. Imagine they go back to those and just put in Dynamaxi. No! <laughs> oh, no. We got giant-ass Whalelord. Whalelord will be at the Titanic or sink. <laughs> The Titanic will sink. He's as big as the Bebop. <laughs> uh, shout out to the cowboy uh, people who get the reference. You just gave it away. I got to give some kind of context. And then like probably a second announcement would be like another uh, fighter's pass for Smash Brothers. And I. This is like this, sometime in spring. This is like the second year of the switch well no third year yeah third year of the switch and like last year like early last year well not early last year late last year december that's when smash came out so i think it's obvious that most likely it might get like a second fighter's pass you know brandon just because you said that, let me give us some bad luck real quick. 
More. <laughs> so I just try to open an, um, an umbrella indoors just to give Brandon some bad luck. But I see that there's water still in my umbrella, so I won't do it. <laughs> hey, I mean, good luck to you, Brandon. I hope it happens, you know. Yeah. Good luck. I want So, uh, whoa, that was a lot. This has been a very long episode, but what do you expect from three gamers where gaming is our core topic? Three gaming gamers talking about E3 gamer games every day. Gamer guys. Three gamers talking about games every day. Games, gamer, games, games, gamers. Game. We're gamers, games, gamers. You're gamers. Okay, we get it. Games. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd loses its crap. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> you gotta love Microsoft. We paid him like five bucks. I forgot like two announcements THQ Nordic made before E3. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. It was uh, the Destroy All Humans uh, remake announcement, and then gameplay showing, and then SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for the Bikini Bottom because. announced or remake of it. So I can finally beat that game. Those were like I think I beat it. I can't remember. Two big games from my childhood, and like, like a THQ Nordic just needs their own conference. I'm gonna be honest. It it this gives me hope. Tacking the power of Juju comes back because THQ owned Tack. Yeah, they just and, need to get through the Nickelodeon. That's all. Well, SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> Battle for the Bikini Bottom. It's getting a remaster, so I think it's possible for Tech I think, to come back. I think back. it's highly possible. Yeah, I, I would love to see it. So, let's wrap this episode up. Closing thoughts. I, I, I think this E3 was okay. I think it was good that it ended with Square Enix and Nintendo because, you know, if it started with them and ended with the others, uh, so what about you guys? Well, because I'm because I'm fire up, I'm gonna make this joke. Currently, as of right now, recording Marina, 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 is currently in the most popular studio right now with over with, with when this picture is taken over four thousand six hundred sixty one hearts on Twitter. She's currently the most popular studio right now. Well, it would make sense if you look like if you're Rena's and Bakut's daughter. Um, yeah, I like this E three. That was. It was a bit weird without Sony here, and I usually like watching their conferences, but... Yeah, it um, was a little weird. I'm pretty sure they're going to return next year, because I, I, I'm I, pretty sure they had, like, nothing to show this year. Yeah. Now, uh, just like every E3, I think it hit all the main points of being a proper E3. There was at least one company that everybody could clown on. Or conference, not company, conference. There was a, a company that would be memorable for its annoying audience. Bethesda. And there was a, a conference that saved E3 this year. It was two uh, two conferences. I keep saying companies. Conferences. So look forward to uh, Square Enix's Final Fantasy VII and whatever else they're working on. Avengers Project. And uh, Nintendo. It's everything. Ha- darn near everything. Expect me after Three Houses comes out to me give me a day, like a, like a, I would not know. Since it's going to come out on a Friday, I might give you like a, my oh. current opinion on it. And let's not just pander to Nintendo. 
uh, the, we have Cyberpunk. I'm probably might get that day one. I don't know. Watch Dogs Legions, which looks like it'll be fun if I could play it with you guys. Yeah. I'll be the granny, of course. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> uh, there, there's, there's so many games that you could take and pick from these other conferences. But yeah, okay. it, it was a great E3. I enjoyed it. This has been a great episode and a great discussion. Yep. Way better than our pre E3 discussion. Yeah. So. This uh, has been the Hypercast. You can find us at Twitter at KickbackBoys1. On Facebook, you can find us at KickbackBoys. And on Twitter, you can find me at Xavier789 underscore zero zero. On Instagram, you can find me at Evans00 Xavier. On to you, Brandon. Uh, for me, on Instagram, you can find me on at uh, the Nank77. That's on Instagram. On Twitter, you can follow me uh, at Vextro55, V-E-X-T-R-O-5-5. Uh, yeah, that's on Twitter. You can find me in my non-existent, you can find me in my non-existent Instagram, which is CharlesBrock69. That's all I'm going on about. I might actually post stuff when Fire Emblem comes out, so actually expect something from me when Fire Emblem comes out. Yeah, fill your Instagram up with Fire Emblem mess. Just make it your Fire Emblem shrine. Cause that's kind of what Instagram is. It's a photo sharing. App. I'm just gonna take pictures of my prior playthroughs. I'm probably gonna play the game a lot, actually, because take a picture of your collection. Just don't take a picture of the art book. I don't know if you'll get sued or not. <laughs> so that's nice. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, you stuck around throughout this entire discussion, and hopefully, found bits you enjoy. Oh, thank you for listening. We will see you next week. See you next week. Bye.